0: This is the Hypothetically Sound podcast, hosted by Alec, Kevin, Randy, and Xavier. A show that explores the maybes, how comes, and what ifs of life. Join in on the unfiltered, raw, and real conversations today. Welcome back to Hypothetically Sound. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode, and welcome to the first part of our new series, Earth's Wonders and Mysteries. Obviously, we're just going to look at different mysteries and wonders around our beautiful Earth and uh, talk about them. And I thought it'd be cool, guys, if we started with probably one of the most known mysteries of the Earth, uh, and that is the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, Now, the Bermuda Triangle, uh, it's been used in movies, TV shows, books, uh, all kinds of things. Uh, so, what do you guys know about the Bermuda Triangle?
1: It's shaped like a triangle. That it's a spooky place? Yeah, uh, full of mystery. No one's really sure what's going on in there.
2: Yeah, that's the big thing, is that it's The object or the center of a lot of odd things
1: occurring, from what a lot of people say. And I- it's uh, surprisingly close to the U.S.
0: Yeah, definitely, uh... The Bermuda Triangle is just right off the coast of Florida. Uh, it makes a triangle around, uh, obviously, Bermuda, uh, Cuba, Puerto Rico, Jamaica. There's a huge triangle there that it uh, makes up. It's decently big. Um, the total area ranges from 500,000 to over a 1,500,000 uh, square miles. Uh, and it also uh, houses the deepest part of the ocean, the Milwaukee Depth. Uh, which we'll get into later because that's kind of feeds into my theory about the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, But uh, so I'm going to give you guys some facts and people at home give you guys some facts real quick on the Bermuda Bermuda Triangle. Uh, Then we'll get into a couple stories. And then finally we'll end with uh, if we think uh, the mystery around the Bermuda Triangle is alien paranormal or just, you know, Earth's nature. Uh, So... As I said, it's just off the coast of Florida. It's pretty not hard to get to. It is the most traveled shipping route in the world. So planes, boats are going through there constantly. Uh, And by indication compared to other uh, areas in the Earth, it isn't any more uh, dangerous than... Uh, other ports that people go through, uh, so it's that. So that kind of takes away some of the myths that people have. It really didn't become popular until, uh, around the 1920s. Uh, a USS carrier, uh, called Cyclops went missing with 300 people on board. So that's when the US government at least started, uh, Paying more attention uh, around the 1940s, articles were written on the Bermuda Triangle, and that started giving it a cult, a cult following as well. Um, there is no exact numbers known for uh, planes and ships that have gone missing. The at least in around like 2015, the estimate was about 50 ships and 20 planes. Uh, But even though it didn't become popular into the 40s, there are a lot of uh, stories going back all the way to Christopher Columbus. Uh, There's a story that as he was discovering uh, America, they say that he saw a pillar of fire come out of what is known as the Bermuda Triangle. Um, Amelia Earhart, other people whose planes have been missing, they all get linked to the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, so there's a history of this place being dangerous and uh, mysterious. Uh, do you guys know when the first time you heard about the Bermuda Triangle? Was it like TV or school?
1: I think it was TV. I want to say TV as well.
3: like the History be-
1: Channel or something. Discovery? You probably
3: discover
0: history, yeah, probably Discovery or History. Yeah. I'm
1: one of them. Uh, because they always did those shows, like, like Ghost Adventures and stuff, where the narrator was like, and then he... he the, blah, blah. Out of everything they say, that's like the cadence they did. Like, tonight on Ghost Adventures, we're going to the haunted cabin. Like, that's everything, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure one of them were, were like, we're going to explore the mysteries of the Bermuda Triangle. And that's how they talked. Mm-hmm. No, no, uh, that's... Dude, have you, have you like, you... you <laughs> <laughs>
0: All I'm saying is, is like this. Yeah, that's the only like, reason back, why
1: that's they fucking talk.
0: It's how you get their attention. Yeah, he's not wrong. Uh some of the stories. So I'm gonna read a couple stories for you guys and then we'll talk about them. Uh I'm gonna go back to the USS uh, Cyclops first. Uh like you said, the disappearance happened in 1918. Uh it was a massive sh- uh ship set out to sail for Brazil to Baltimore. Uh mm-hmm. going through the Bermuda Triangle, Uh, there are 309 crew members on board. Uh, The ship just was never heard from. Like, they lost communication and it was never heard from again. Uh, They did an entire search of the area and found nothing. No remains, no humans, nothing. Um, And even to this day, nothing has been found of it. Uh, The captain of the USS Cyclops, uh, they said, never sent a distress signal. No one just everything just went blank from them. Uh, So yeah, there's nothing, and and this is why I think uh, Bermuda Triangle is so mysterious is because people just go missing and there's no communication, like they just stop communicating.
3: Yeah, I mean
1: that's always a cause for concern. It makes you wonder if like whatever happened happened like so suddenly that they couldn't have sent out the signal beforehand or mm-hmm. if they just lost signal and they were like, I oh, will eventually get it back. And it just, you know,
2: But it's kind of like, you know, there's some, you know, kind of like, uh, the story of witchcraft. If you know about that one at all around. Yeah. About the, the ship in the 1967. Yep. Yeah. It's definitely pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a cabin cruiser. Mm-hmm. Uh, and left Miami. Uh, and they were, it was a 24 uh, foot yacht, yeah. And uh, they were off the coast, uh, to see Christmas lights, uh, down to Florida. Yep. And so, yeah, he was rich. He was like, Hey, y'all, let's go see Christmas lights from the ocean. Uh, we this, can do that. And this just tells you how close the Bermuda Triangle is to Florida. So, the people that go on fishing out there, uh, they were only a mile offshore. When uh, they got a call that they hit something and there wasn't any substantial damage. But uh, when the Coast Guard got there, they didn't find anything.
2: Didn't exist.
0: There's no signs uh,
2: of a ship even being there.
0: Exactly. Which is crazy. Like, it doesn't feed into my theory. Like, I think... Going back to the Milwaukee depth. I think that plays a part in it. I think if we were able to get down low enough, just like with the Titanic and stuff like that, we would find Mm -hmm. uh, some of these missing planes and stuff. Uh, But like this, this is creepy. Like they called, said they hit something they needed to be told. It took them
2: 19 minutes
0: to get there from the call. Yeah, and then nothing.
2: Within within 19 minutes, there's no no signs of even anything even being there. Like, it was traveled through. No no anything. And they searched a hundred mile radius and found nothing. And that ship was also put together um, to have, you know, every sort of emergency thing possible. Life jackets, lifeboats, flares, distress signals, anything that you could think of. Not to mention it was also built to be almost unsinkable. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, there's a lot of theories around the Bermuda Triangle. And one of my favorites, and one that we'll talk about in a different podcast in this series, is Atlantis. Hmm. Uh, Atlantis is a heavy theme uh, in the Bermuda Triangle because of the Milwaukee depth, that people think there was a island there that sank down into it. And they're so alive, and they're the reason that communication goes awry so often there, planes disappear so often there, uh, is that people see them or discover them, and then they take them away. What do you make of this likely far-fetching story? Certainly uh, it's
1: far. Oh, go for it, sorry.
2: No, I was going to say, it certainly is far-fetched, but you know, when you think of stories like witchcraft in that you know, 20, 23, 24-foot yacht, That just disappears. Um, The part that sticks out the most to me and what kind of resonates with what you're saying there is like, they called when they quote unquote hit something, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: you know, and that certainly would kind of lead credence or, you know, make you feel like that's possible. But yeah, I don't, I don't know, you know, Mm
3: -hmm. it's
2: definitely like a, it could be, but
1: it's hard to say. Um, uh, it was actually a book written about that. I believe back in like the fifties, I popularized that theory. Wow, words are hard. <laughs> and uh, like, I think it's a fun idea. It's just going to sound real stupid uh, me saying it now when we go back to uh, or go to the next segment. But yeah, I think uh, Atlantis seems a little far fetched in a way. But as Xavier said, I, it, it's just like the creepy stories and like it makes you feel like there's something there that's either trying to hide its presence or we just haven't been able to document yet. Yeah.
0: So here's an interesting other uh, take on it. Uh, apparently... The space around the Bermuda Triangle, when you look up to space, is a weaker uh, ozone area and it emits more, gets more radiation there. And so some scientists believe this is a cause of so much magnetic issues and uh, disturbances disturbances.
3: And, yeah. yeah.
2: So, that, I thought I mean, that certainly, was an
3: interesting
2: take. Certainly would be possible. But then, you know, that leads to the question, you know, taking a step further, why would those and layer be weaker in that area? Is it just the center point of where air is meeting higher up and it just creates, you know, a spot that just happens to be there? Or is there something there that is causing that to happen?
0: Mm-hmm. Which takes us to the nature part, which, like you said, is it something happening there? But if you look, uh, down in by Antarctica, where the three oceans meet, like that is a very turbulent, heavy wave, high wave area that is statistically more dangerous than the Bermuda Bermuda Triangle. Uh, But the Bermuda Bermuda Triangle is known to have unpredictable weather, constant hurricanes, high winds, and things like that. And so like that obviously is if we're looking at a logical explanation for why these things happen, that would be the case. But again, so even though the hurricanes and winds might be affecting planes there and even be the cause of crashing there, it doesn't stop them from sending out maydays and distressing those or us finding wreckage. Like, I feel like we would be more likely to find wreckage if a hurricane and the waters are taking it out of that Milwaukee depth area. So that's why, like, I'm not a fan of the Nature is right. to blame theory around the Bermuda Triangle.
1: Yeah. I, I got an argument for that. I mean, no, who, but it was quiet. Have you ever been in a hurricane or 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 like tornado <laughs> or
3: anything?
0: Sorry, Hamilton reference.
1: <sighs> I, I fucking hate you sometimes, dude. And you, you and your your acting shit. thats a different podcast topic. Anyways like, we've never been in one. We don't know if that ship can mm-hmm. pick up a big old boat and toss it, right? Like, as far as we know, this is where they went missing. But it's mm-hmm. probably not where they, like, ended up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, through just damage and going with the storm and all that. Um, and we also forgetting, like, human error as well. I mean, as you said earlier, it's, you know, one of the more popular areas, but, like, it doesn't have, like, Statistically, doesn't have mm-hmm. more accidents than any other route, you know? So it's probably just a lot of human error. Like, if it has so many people going through it, it's bound to have well, more human error
0: in it. Human error. Tell me how this was human based. error, okay? Okay. On a fateful day of December 5th, 1872, the Marie Castell set sail from New York Harbor to carry cargo to a specified destination. But unfortunately, the ship never made it to that point. After several search and rescue efforts, the ship was found adrift in the Bermuda Triangle, but Sands crew of 11 people, including a husband, wife, and two children. The personal belongings, the food containers, the precious cargo, and lifeboats were still on the ship. And at first, people thought that it might have been a pirate attack. But after doing the research on the boat, there was no signs of it, mostly because all of the expensive stuff was still left on the ship. And what's even crazier is that there was rotten food on the plates in the dining area, which means that they left their safe haven in the middle of the violent sea for what?
1: Alright, alright. How this is human error? Someone unleashed the box (laughs) with the fucking alien on it, alright? So it's his fault for unleashing the, the thing, essentially. Okay, okay, how about this one?
0: This is the story of a ship, the Ellen Austin. It fell trapped, uh, falling trapped to a ship that was considered to be a bad omen. In 1881, on its way, the crew came across an abandoned ship that had all the anemones intact, but not a single crew member on board. In an effort to salvage a ship, some of the Ellen Austin's crew popped on the nameless ship to maneuver it back to New York. During the course, Ellen Austin's crew lost track of the abandoned ship. When they came across it again, the ghostly ship was again crewless. This is... (laughs) wait. Okay.
1: (laughs) So the alien alien was hiding and it was like, oh, more food. Yum, yum. It's simple. Clean. The mistake was getting on that creepy ass ship to sail it back. What the fuck's wrong with
0: you? That is when Ellen Austin transmitted for a rescue ship. It was communicated that Ellen Austin was again dispatching a few of its crew members to the nameless ship. Then, upon a reaching the communicated point, rescue ships never found either ship. Right? Fine. <laughs> like, that's yeah, the thing. I like, I While it may only be 50 planes and 20 ships or t- whatever it was that have gone missing. We're almost at like a thousand people gone like that. Not one of these bodies has shown up and they found some of these boats like that's that's the crazy part of it.
2: hmm. I, I always wonder, you know, and that's kind of like another thing that kind of mm-hmm. defeats the whole nature thing. Is like, if it was a whirlpool, if it was anything that would, you know, cause that, you know, people to disappear or anything like that, it would have to be something big from nature and it wouldn't, you know, discriminate against the boat, right? And that's like, what really throws the whole people disappearing thing into a loop. It's like, why would people disappear but not boats or the things that they were riding on?
0: So here's another one that again I think goes to defeat the that it's nature doing this. In 1960, a tanker, one of the biggest tankers, a 600 foot giant tanker, that was built in 1944, with 15,000 tons of molten sulfur and 39 crew members just go missing. And what's crazy about it is the again transmission broke out mid sentence. But what's more interesting is that. What he was talking about before it cut out, he was talking about good weather conditions and helpful navigation, and they never found the ship. Uh, it's a tanker, and again, the Milwaukee depth is could house a lot of things, but there's they've definitely looked in the Milwaukee depth. They've sent down drones and the submarines that could go to a certain point. Like a tanker is kind of hard to like drop all the way down to the bottom
3: without getting stuck on something. Right. So It's, it's human It's crazy, man.
2: What? And the, cra- uh, the even crazy part is is, you know, how all these very big events are happening but yet mm-hmm. there's st- still just all and unexplainable. And you have
0: you have all kinds of theories on what could be. Uh, like I said, nature, aliens, paranormal, uh One that's becoming more and more popular as we see that it might be possible is time travel. Uh, There are stories of people who have flown through or uh, boated through the Bermuda Triangle and they report of time lapse missing in their memory. Uh, One man says he flew through it and uh, lost 28 minutes while flying over it. And then he reemerged in Miami Beach. Uh, you have shows that, and I've always, I've, I've been a believer that some movies and TV shows kind of like, uh, are like hints at actual truths that are in the world that people know. And so you have shows like lost or shows like, um, recent manifest where it may not go through the middle triangle, but it's going through a, a rough instance in some kind of sea in the air and they go missing and then come back or they go missing and, or whatever. And so I, I think that kind of floats my boat for a theory.
3: hmm
2: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely think, uh, agree to a lot of that and a lot of extent and mm-hmm. not even just like, you know, Just in media in general, um, a lot of things that can't be just outwardly spoken because people would call them, you know, crazy or whatever you you might want to call it. So uh, before I answer the the final
0: question of what do you think is happening in the Bermuda Triangle, let me give you one more piece of evidence that might sway you. Uh, After years and years of study of the Bermuda Triangle, they have learned that compasses no matter on what or where, point true north instead of a compass north. Which is devastating if you're uh, navigating because you're not following the path that is on a map. You're following what the Bermuda is saying is north.
2: Right. And that goes back to the whole disturbance thing in the air, though, with the ozone Mm -hmm. layer being weaker and stuff like that, it would, it would make a lot of sense that you're not going to get a good magnetism reading off of a compass because that's entirely magnet, magnetism based. So, so Alec,
0: from that your that studying sense. for this episode and everything Was we good. talked about uh, in this episode, yep. what is your line of thought no. when it comes to what happens in the Bermuda Triangle? Okay,
1: I got two. I got two. all right. Uh, I, I honestly think it's something more paranormal, like, uh, potential, like aliens and stuff. Like, uh, I feel like the Bermuda Triangle, the ozone layer, all that stuff potentially is a result of maybe, like, an experiment or something that happened at some point, right? And it could have been humans who did it, too, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, probably aliens. It just seems more likely, uh... That or like there's some big old fucking sea monsters, dog, that are just able to like mm-hmm. pick people off, or like a giant squid or destroy something, destroy ships and drag them down real easy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the hand comes out and just picks people off the boats. And like with the extra radiation
1: one. in the area, like, well, how do we know that something just during evolution didn't trigger exponential growth or mm-hmm. anger or
0: anything, you know? Yeah.
1: Those are my ideas. Xavier,
0: during your research in this podcast episode, <laughs> what do so you think is the cause behind the Bermuda Triangle?
3: Well, I don't really know,
2: um, to be honest, but if there was anything, I would hope it would be something you know, like extraterrestrial or paranormal. Um just so that people would have some sort of closure into, you know, what's happened, you know, all those people's families and things like that. Um, It's got to be something. Can't say it's nothing, because these things wouldn't be happening. Um, But yeah, I would definitely say it's probably some sort of... Even, even, Even if it's, you know, something that's affecting the human mind, causing hallucinations... Um, anything like that, um, that would, you know, also kind of explain maybe a little bit more as to why people are one second saying everything is all good and the next is gone. Um, you know, induced by some sort mm-hmm. of hallucination or illness. Um, cause I mean, but at the same time, you know, you know, people jumped off of a boat, you know, the bodies would probably be found, but I don't know how how that works with long periods of time in water yeah. and how things sink and work like that. But yeah, probably uh a big scary octopi or octopus, you know, hand coming out
0: grabbing people being... off the boat. Yeah. See yeah, <laughs> like see a thieves like time.
1: A platter, just... Well
0: I definitely I like this I one, personally you know? don't think it's nature. Uh while I think that may play a factor into some instances. Yeah. I, I don't think it's it would happen more often if it was it was that bad in that area, especially how traveled it is. Um, mm-hmm. While I think Alien, like they'll be smart, it's they could do it undercover because we've already like know this is a mysterious island and we don't know what's our area and we don't know what's doing it. I think it's more likely that there mm-hmm. is a. Is, I'm gonna sound like one of those government wackos. Uh, a government facility out there that. Uh, since the late 1800s, early 1900s, have been doing uh, different experiments, especially around, why I think so, especially around the time in the 1940s when we were pushing, everybody was pushing science to the brink of what they could do at that time to try to make uh, an advancement. We had Germans trying to make super soldiers and other things. We had us making the A-bomb and all kinds of things like that. I wouldn't put it over the U.S. government to find an island and build something out in the middle of the triangle because it had already at that point had some kind of clout about being mysterious. And then the articles to mysteriously come out in like around that time. uh, Also, I think plays into them having it's a cover story like, okay, we're going to what's this mystery? It's not the U.S. government. Is it paranormal? Is it nature? Is it uh, aliens? What is it? It's just too convenient. And when things are too convenient, I lean towards the, ease, the usual enemy or usual corp, uh, uh, <laughs> usually, so it might be corporate. Illuminati too. Uh, but I, I, I think it's, it's something, if it's Atlantis or something, uh, there that's making conditions and making things disappear, uh, But that's just my take on it. Mm -hmm. Just like uh, when I was talking about Area 51. uh, Whatever big monster that eventually ends up on this world, I 100% believe is going to be through human error uh, because we try to push something too far. Uh, So, yeah.
3: uh, Bermuda Triangles, man. It's It's a mystery for a reason. So,
0: guys, that is the end of our episode of the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, We will be doing more of these. Like I said, it's a whole series on Wonders and Mysteries. So we're going to look at Bigfoot, uh, Pyramids, uh, Northern Lights, Area 51. Uh, You guys name it. We'll be looking into it uh, here for a few episodes. Um, We thank you guys for tuning in. As always, uh, we appreciate the love. We're almost at 300 downloads, which is amazing. It's 259 more than we ever thought Mm. we would have. Uh, I just picked a random number. That was more than 200. Uh, As always, make sure to follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Podbean, on everywhere. Just follow us because we're making moves this year. Uh, One last thank you. You guys have helped us have over 80,000 minutes watched on YouTube, uh, over 300 comments, uh, over 200,000 views. So we appreciate all of the love that you guys have given us. Uh, Alec, you got a shout out for the people today.
1: Yeah, shout out to everyone whose favorite shape is triangle. You guys have great taste, fantastic, exquisite taste, all right? Fantastic. Best shape, hands down. Fuck everyone who likes circles and squares. Triangles are where
0: it's at. And with weather being crazy, if you guys are in area where it's cold, we do have some really comfy, good-looking hoodies that you could uh, potentially wear and buy if you go over to our merch store, sirbooty.com slash merch. Uh, everything's made by Alec. Um, so yeah, we thank you guys. You guys got any last words before we send the people home for the night?
3: Oh. thank you
1: thank you
0: stay safe out there stay safe as always we love you guys Ka-ka. deuces Ka-ka. Uh,
1: I get it you made a bird noise cause of that beak you got
0: why oh, you heard him like that thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound we hope you enjoyed the episode all episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com, as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full-on edited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com/hypotheticallysound.